It's Saturday morning on WGN, and that means it is time for Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Broadcasting live from the Permaseal Basement Foundation Studio, Lou is lining up those calls now. We've got a great show for you. He is here until 10. We're talking to John Rogers over at Rogers Roofing about our Roof for a Hero sweepstakes that just ended this week. A cool new to Lou, too, to kick off summer. And, of course, he will be taking your calls live all morning long. This hour of House Smarts Radio is sponsored by Toro and Rogers Roofing. So stay right here. You're listening to Lou Manfredini House Smarts Radio on 720 WGN. To honor the ones we lost and, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I'm always, it's always, I always get weirded out about saying Happy Memorial Day, right? I mean, people say that all the time, but, you know, it's got to be something that uh, it's uh, Honor Memorial Day and I know we're all hopefully going to get together safely and have a good time. But um, yeah, we got to remember we I, we hear that a lot about the ones that uh, lost uh, were lost uh, saving us and making this country safe and free. So, um, looking forward to honoring those people on Monday as well. And a hearty good morning to uh, Lindsay, Andy, Ryan Burrow, who drew a short stick this morning, had to get up early. <laughs> I just wanted to work with Andy. That's all. Poor guy. I who, know. Who doesn't oh, want? Who doesn't? <laughs> Oh, Welcome. Yeah, right. Good even, even Brian says Getting off that, on the right? wrong foot. Yeah. Not, not the way you want to start it, Ryan. Brian. Of all the people you want to slight, that would be the one to not start with. Always read your emails that come through. <laughs> Always respond. Thank you, Ryan, for everything. So great. Yeah. Who doesn't want to work with Andy, though, right? I agreed. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Just like I wrote it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate just, it. Right, right. No, just who doesn't? Okay, next, Lindy, Lindsay, you have the next line. Who do, ready? Here, who doesn't want to work with Andy? Your line is progressive. Uh, no, progressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what a beautiful day. Yeah, getting off yeah. to a nice start. Really yeah. nice start. I I went to sleep before the end of the Boston Heat game. What happened? Well, Jimmy Butler decided to put his team on his back. He scored 47 points, and the Heat have forced a Game 7. That'll be tomorrow night. It was a 111-103 win in Boston. Wow. Yeah. Wow, it's a really good thing we traded him away. That yeah. Kid was ne- that kid was never going to amount to anything. I saw a great tweet yesterday that uh, had a picture of Jimmy Butler. says, man, the Bulls could use a guy like Jimmy Butler. <laughs> really? Uh, <laughs> you know, the one thing, too, that I think is interesting about the Miami Heat is um, the fact that you know, right? The coach Eric Spolstra, mm-hmm. is that how you say his yep. name? I mean, right? He was he had that amazing team with Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, right. and uh, who was the real tall guy that they had, had Shaquille O'Neal, and then they had uh, Chris, Chris Bosh. Yep. Chris Bosh, right, yep. right, right. And everybody was, you know, they used to joke like that. You know, he would look at LeBron. What do you want me to do now? But he's obviously a pretty good coach and has. Uh, you know, kept this team relevant, and it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it always helps to have good players. And, well, uh, you know, <laughs> there's, there's that. Those, those yeah. are the greatest coaches of all time. But, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's made a name for himself now. He had to get under the uh, out from the shadow of, of, of Pat Riley, who was sure. there and is still kind of his boss at this point. But, yeah, right. I think he's got a, a, a lot of respect now around the league. And how about Hickory right. Hills native Max Struess and DePaul guy? Yes, the Struess is loose. He's playing for Miami. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, he played for the Windy City Bulls for a little bit and then uh, hurt himself, and uh, now gets into, is having a great opportunity. Wait a minute, with, wait a minute. Uh, how, old, how old is that kid? He's 26, probably. Born yeah, in so, 96. Yeah. 
Well, look at Ryan. He's coming now. He's coming I got the Google the machines. Yeah. yeah, look at that. I mean, you know, Don is not that fast. No. Um, but uh, no, interesting about that is so my son, uh, our son, who's getting married a week from today, by the way, woot, woot, and uh, he they went down to Miami for his bachelor party, mm-hmm. and one of his really good friends played basketball at DePaul with that guy. Oh, okay, and they all went to go watch him play a game down there. Oh, cool. Kind of an interesting, uh, you know, three degree, three degrees of s- separation. Yeah, exactly. That's so, cool. Anyway, see, I contribute. You're no Ryan. We want you to contribute. <laughs> we, you know, I, it just you know, it, it, it's hard to last minute come in. So we appreciate you joining us on a Saturday morning. It's very nice. No problem. Yeah. All boop, right. Boop. <laughs> What was, that? what was that? Oh, was that in the know, script? I feel like I'm like the sound effect. Got it. I see. Right, I'm like well. your button. Hi, it's Lou Maid Fordini. This is How Smarts Radio, 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. Um, we have a bunch of things coming up this morning. Uh, we want to hear from you what kind of things you have going on uh, around your home uh, as it pertains to uh, any projects you have. Maybe you need some advice. I had a, a fortunate enough time on... Uh, Friday to do a segment in New York on uh, some green gardening tips and um, the things that we featured were some really good organic products from Espoma and Bonide. Some of the stuff we talk about here on the radio show almost uh, you know weekly when we're giving advice out. And then we also featured some cordless tools. You hear me talk about the Toro products. We had a bunch of those out in New York as well, and it would they were a lot of people were fighting Lindsay over the mower because i don't think the mower was getting set back and so everyone's like hey uh hey uh mr fix it uh, what are you gonna do with that mower <laughs> i go well uh i think it's up for grabs and so they were fighting over who was going to take the uh, lawn <laughs> i believe mower. it it's that time yeah so uh it was very nice uh to be in new york it looked great a lot of people um walking around which was very nice and uh fun to see everyone there as well but um, anyway, we're going to talk a lot about lawn and garden today. A little bit later on, you know, you've heard me talk about the Roof for a Hero promotion that's been going on, and we have a winner, and we're going to announce that winner coming up a little bit later on. And then, you know, during the summer, one of the things that uh, our daughter Mallory, who's now living down in um, Louisiana, she her birthday was recent in May, and one of the things she really wanted was a kayak. Did I tell you this? Hmm. She wanted a kayak. She goes, oh, yeah, Dad, you know, I have a bunch of friends that go on these lagoons, and I think that'd be really fun. Kayaks are not, like, super expensive, you know? And I'm like, oh, that's kind of a fun idea. You know, I go, what are you going to do with a kayak when you move? But anyway, so we talked a lot about it, and we ended up uh, buying her a, a kayak for her birthday. Which the next thing I'm thinking about, well, what about the alligators if you fall in, you know, down in Louisiana? 100%. Well, so evidently the people from Louisiana, that's like a joke of the people who live in the Midwest like us. To like, do you think that alligator is interested in you? Evidently they're not. Well. But I don't believe that. But anyway, I don't believe that either. Where if I'm you get go- too close to their babies? Well, yeah. Are they protective of the race? I don't know. I don't know. They're <laughs> reptiles. But evidently, according to the people in the bayou, don't worry about that. They're not interested in you. They're interested in fish and whatever. Like, evidently, you're too big. But haven't we seen those uh, Animal Kingdom shows or, you know, Mutual of Omaha where uh, there's or- a deer drinking and the alligator grabs the deer or something? Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, 
The whole Croc long Hunter story was, that I'm yeah. uh, telling has to do with our new Tulu 2, because it's something huh. that Mallory could use. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, what? You with me? You with me? I mean... You know, you would carry the kayak on top of your car, okay. and it would be hard for you to reach it. However, our new Tulu 2, what are you laughing at, is going to help you love- get there. Your story is getting there. <laughs> That's coming up at 7.35 this morning, but I'd like to hear from you first. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. And then uh, I, I got to, you know, we had a little uh, celebration party at WGN for the 100th anniversary. Sadly, I did not attend, but it was really uh, a lot of sponsors and a lot of people there. It sounds like it was a lot of fun. And... uh We'll talk a little bit about how hard, how hard it is to find the WGN beer. Uh, it's Memorial Day weekend for crying out loud. All right, 857-557-4LU. It's 620 in the morning. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Thanks. Love your show. Well, I have an unusual problem. I have a, a beautiful exposed aggregate concrete patio. It's uh, uh, it's in great shape. It's about 30 years old. But the... Um, the contractor, instead of using uh, expansion joints in between the various uh, slabs, yeah. he used wood, look, looks like wood cedar strips, right? about one inch wide. They are now, you can imagine after 30 years, they're deteriorating and dirt's getting in there. And you can even, if you took an ice pick, you could poke right through it. Any ideas? The the, the uh, concrete is in such good shape. I hate to tear the whole thing out. Any ideas on how that could be replaced? Could a handyman uh, rip new wood to fit in there? Yeah, you're gonna. Like that? In, that was a very common detail thirty years ago. It's probably redwood, which was. <clears throat> used a lot that you know you get your 30 years out of it's a pretty good deal um and the fact that the rest of the exposed aggregate looks good i think is terrific what you're going to do is it should be a full inch and a half dimensional lumber if not you're going to have someone pull up all of that carefully not to damage the aggregate take out any dirt that's below it or and or gravel there should be gravel at some point and take a yes. no, and take a nominal measurement of depth. You know, in, in a perfect world, they would probably add a little crushed stone to get some sort of consistency with the depth. And you want at least an inch and a half by an inch and a half, so like a two by two to go in there. And you know, more than likely, at some point, it was it settled, and it, there's going to be differences in the depth of each one of those um, troughs, basically between the concrete but they'll rip that out you'll rip some new redwood and or cedar and or i mean you could use anything at this point i mean there's even um the the cut the color wouldn't work but i i would probably go back to you know two by fours made of redwood that would be ripped on a table saw to fit inside there and then gently tapped into the gap to create your expansion joint and you know fill it out who's going to do this well I mean, <clears throat> it's, it, it could be a handyman. It could be a landscaper uh, because, you know, somebody that does uh, work on patios, maybe a concrete contractor. It's not really their specialty to go back in there 
um, you know, as far as, uh, yeah, I'd probably, you live in Evanston? Yes. Okay. Ace now offers a new handyman service that I believe services the North Shore. And if you go to, I think it's acehandymanservices.com, or if you just go to acehardware.com and you plug in, there should be a highlight there to see the service area. And I believe you could get an estimate from them to come out and take a look at it. It'd be worth a shot. Yeah. You know. Okay, I will do that. Yeah. Just a quick follow-up. You mentioned uh, settling. I, I am getting the, the slabs that are meeting against the foundation a little bit of back pitching. Do those fellows who come out and pump concrete, uh, you know, underneath the, the, the soil, so to speak, they make a little drill hole, does that work? And I've heard there's now synthetic material that they use to elevate the concrete our fine it's probably back pitching an inch or two yeah our fine sponsor uh permaseal offers this poly level system and this is the kind of the preferred newer technology as it pertains to this before it used to be this slurry of grout that would go in there and you'd get it'd make a huge mess now they drill a smaller hole they put this expanding polyurethane in there, and they kind of ride it out, and they can get it, you know, within an eighth of an inch of where you want it. And it would probably, what would make the most sense to me would be to have, in particular those slabs where you've got the rotted wood, take that out. Have the slabs re-pitched to the right, uh, you know, angle and depth and everything so that it all looks good. And then have the new wood put in after that. Right. So yes, that's how. That's how. Thank you so much for the suggestions. I appreciate it. I didn't know about the Ace uh, Hardware Service. Yeah, give it a shot and see if they can help you out. And Al, I appreciate your phone call. Thanks. Bye bye. You got it. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven. 557-4568 is our phone number. Let's do this. It's time now for WGN Radio News, and then we'll be right back. Good morning, Lou. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. What's going on? All right. Well, I inherited my folks' house about uh, 12 years ago, and they did ceramic everywhere in the house, which is fine. Uh, The upstairs tub and shower, which is the only shower uh, tub upstairs, uh, they did ceramic in there, and the grout started falling apart, and I didn't know what to do with it. I had a friend of mine who was a contractor uh, policeman. He's retired now. He helped me do this work. He did a, what I did instead of trying to fix the grout. We put up this half wall. It's a, it looks like tile. We went up halfway up to the tub, up all around the plumbing, one wall, and the back wall. Well, I didn't caulk it properly. I'm not a good caulker, but I found out how you do this now. What I'm going to do now is pull this stuff off, and I've got vinyl sheets. I couldn't afford to buy a vinyl surround for $600 is what they want. That's about the cheapest I could find okay. to redo the whole tub area. The tub is going to be redone after the walls are done because I bought the Rust-Oleum refinishing kit for the tub, but I'm going to do the tub last. I want to get these walls done. And I believe he used liquid nails to put these half sheets on. Uh, is there a chemical on the market? I've got to separate these half sheets from the existing ceramic, and if there's something I can get behind it that will dissolve or make the liquid nails, I believe that's what he used. He said he doesn't remember, and I don't either. So 
I need something to help me ease removing these half panels. These panels, the these the, Brian, these panels are like acrylic panels? It looks like towel on one side, and it looks like masonite, masonite on the other side, which okay. I believe is what it is. <clears throat> All right. I mean, it's this is going to be a big job, and uh, I think what you're what you're going to want to get is well. There's a couple ways to do this. You can either do it by hand. You can buy a wide bladed cold chisel, C O L D. Okay, and you'll get behind this panel yeah. with a hammer, and you're going to wear some leather gloves because it's not going to be easy. And you're going to start banging this thing between the panel and the tile to try and separate. The pieces you're going to rip and tear apart these pieces chunk by chunk. It isn't going to come off. Already and... did. You already did that. I already did. Oh, so I, now, so now, okay. So now, all you're seeing is the glue. You still well, there? Actually, some of the glue is coming off with the panel, which is nice, even though it's some of the pieces that I do have. I got an ice uh, chisel that's been working great. Okay. Uh, all right. And I so here as, here's what I, I hold on. I have a tool. Hold on, hold on. I wouldn't do any. You could buy an adhesive remover, but it's going to create a gummy mess, and the stench from that chemical will, you know, it would knock a donkey over. It's so harsh. So if it were me, I would stay with the chisel and or, you know, if you wanted to, you could rent like a hammer drill with a power chisel on the end of it and use that right, like a Hilti tool or a Bosch hammer drill, and just chip away at it. I mean, if you damage a little bit of the tile, not the end of the world. But the fact that some of that glue is already coming off the tile is telling me that, um, you know, you'll have a pretty good chance of separating all that to get it off. Now, you're then going to apply some type of acrylic panel to it? Well, here's what I... Okay, I went to Menards... uh, like I said, I priced all, all these surrounds, and <laughs> the cheapest one I found was, uh, because I'm keeping the tub, the cheapest one I found was like uh, almost $600. So I did a little research, and I found these, uh, I went to this place in London, I forget what it's called, they sell acrylic panels. They wanted $100 for a 4 by 8 sheet. Well, Menards has had the same, well, kind of the same thing. It's rough on one side, smooth on the other. And I paid fifty dollars a sheet pump, so I couldn't go wrong with this. So that's what. And I got wait, 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 wait. Do you know why that is? Because you save big money at Menards. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) But But anyway, no, it was it it was worth it because I've got a plumbing wall. I mean, I can't give you the measurements. It's not real big. It's where the uh, faucet's at and the spigot. Of course, the shower head on top, naturally. And then I've got the biggest wall is to the right. From the uh, back to the front, and then the back wall. And there's a shower in the tub. I mean, the house was built at 48, and I'm sure it's the original tub. And I have done the tub completely, cleaned it, sanded, did everything by the book, according to the refinishing. When I get to the tub part, that's the last thing I'm going to do. But the walls got to be done first. Right. Like I said, one side of this panel is rough, and this side smooth. So you know what? It's my choice what I want to put up. Okay. All right. right. Hold on. Hold on. I get you, and I'm going to try and help you. So here's the thing. I mean, you're you know you're you're going round and around trying to figure this out. Do your good job, and and that's fine. So you're going to remove as much of that, where you're going to remove all that old glue, and you're going to get to the yes. You're going to get to the nice smooth side of the tile that's there. Then I want you to take a sander 
and I want you to rough up the surface of that tile so it's not smooth. Yeah, I don't need you to go crazy, okay. but I need it to be. I need you to get rid of some rough. of the glaze. Then you are going okay. to use a waterproof adhesive that you're going to install with a half-inch notched trowel. Okay, notched trowel. I know what you're talking about. You're going to do the whole... Are, are you going to, with the acrylic panel now, is it going to go from the top of the tub to the ceiling? Well, the ceiling... Uh, or, I mean, it's going to... How high is it going to go? Uh, there's a drop ceiling here because it's a Georgian house and the ceiling's curl. So there's a drop. I'm going to go up to the drop ceiling that's in the bathroom. So okay. I don't know All right. So I, just make I, sure, just make sure that you tape off that area because you don't want to make a mess with this notch trowel. You're going to do the entire wall with the notch trowel. You're going to before okay. that. You're going to dry fit the piece of acrylic so you know that it fits. You cut it, shaped it. Okay, this yes. is how it's going to go. Yes. Then you're going to start at the tub. You're going to lay it at the top edge of the tub, and you're going to roll it against the wall. And then push it and use a roller, like if you've got a, even a, 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 a bread roller, uh, you know, a, uh, that you roll out some pizza dough. I need one. Okay. Well, you need one. Go buy one, and you're going to use it to put in the acrylic. Get it nice and pushed up against there so it squeezes, creates the air pockets. Let that one uh, settle. You'll see maybe in some spots, oh, it's a little lumpy over here. Roll it a little more to get it as flat as possible. Let that one dry overnight. Okay. And then do the front and the back the next day. Okay. Yeah, the front and the back are the easiest ones to do. The plumbing wall, uh, right. like I said, it's just got to be. But you want to dry know, dry fit them first. The adhesive you're going to use is going to be a waterproof adhesive by one such maker is called Henry. And if you look for that, that should work pretty well. Wear some gloves. Stay well ventilated. Whoa. And uh, then when you get all window. then you then when you get all done, paint your tub like you did, and you know you're going to do this for a lot less cost. It's you know, I'm not going to get you a job as a bathroom remodeler, but you'll be happy. I, I could be a laborer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm hanging up on you now. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. By the way, congratulations to our winner Sharon in Beverly. She won the $100 gift card to the Barbecue Authority. We have three more giveaways that we'll do later on this morning, so keep listening. And uh, throughout the show, I'll tell you when to be the seventh texter to see if you could win as well. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Hi, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. I love your show. Thank you. been listening forever. Thank you. I have a... Oh, not a problem. Just getting home from work. And, uh... I have a problem, and I want your opinion on uh, top dual flush toilets. Okay. Is the mechanism that flushes it stronger than the regular handle? Um, that's an interesting. Uh, that's an interesting question. Is it stronger? Um, well, here's the deal. Okay. Um, one of my toilets, I have no problems with, but my wife on. The toilet she uses, it's like every other month I'm replacing that handle. I don't know what she does to it, but I'm trying to keep peace. (laughs) She's a big lady, I know that, and I'm trying to keep my mouth shut. Okay, all right. Um, For some reason, she... she, 
Okay, so is the the current toilet you have the is it the flush down for one and flush, uh, the handle up for the other? No, my they're both regular flush, just one flush. I was just wondering if the dual flush on oh, top. Oh, I see. So is you a better, you I know. See. So you 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 would like to install. You're not. Uh, you don't currently have a dual flush toilet. You're, you're no. I'm just. I'm tired of replacing the handle on the one toilet, like every other month. Well, here's the thing that I will tell you about the top load ones is that it's more difficult to the the way that mechanism. Now I'm going to speak to the one I know, which I believe. Gosh, who's that maker of the one I know? It might be Gebret uh, is the maker, but it's two buttons on the top, and you know the the okay. you're not grabbing it with your hand; you're poking it with your finger. So you've only got so much That's... strength, correct? To 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 yes. you can't like lean on it or you know rip the handle down. the 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 thing with those top buttons is they're a little there's a little bit involved. Like if you have to take the top off, you know you there's like a mm-hmm. a slide. It's a little uh, not tricky. You just got to understand how the mechanism works. So if you ever have to take off the top to uh, service the tank, not that you would, but, um, you know, you could get a dual flush toilet and in a comfort height, which is a little taller. So that's more comfortable, obviously, to use. And then those dual flush on the top, you push with your index finger or any finger, really, to flush it. And you've got both sides. And to my... It's a very interesting question about is it durable. I I would say now thinking this through, the chances of someone breaking that are pretty slim. Okay, that's that's my question. It's you know I'm trying to keep bees. Thirty five years of marriage, as I tell her, it feels like thirty five minutes, honey. Underwater <laughs> with a cinder block on my head, but uh, it's, it's challenging. So I just wanted the on, opinion. On, 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 on. I, I knew where you were going, and I, I, I wasn't ready with my button. So, uh, good luck. I I'm hope sorry. I hope it all I hope it all works. Uh, 30, Thirty-five minutes underwater with a cinder block at my ankles. That's really funny. Uh, I hope you have a nice <laughs> Memorial Day. Right now, it looks like you're going to get hit with that cinder block. There you go. Take it easy. <laughs> I appreciate you calling Thank this morning. <laughs> I love that joke. It feels like 35 minutes underwater. <laughs> Has anyone ever said that to you? No, of course not. No, of course not. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. By the way, you know what? We are broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studio. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this couple things. We had a really nice uh, live broadcast last week. I know I said thank you last week as well, but we were out at Ms. Recordia's uh, Greenhouse Inn, and uh, we had some fine sponsors of the uh, broadcast, Arnold Electric, one of them, Whiskey Acres, and um, Oklahoma Joe's. They were grilling outside, which was really nice. And wasn't it fun, Lindsay, just to be with our listeners once again to see everybody and I know we're still navigating all this stuff, but um, it was really, really fun to kind of be there. So, you know, you and I get to do that, used to get to do it a lot. And it was the first time, really, uh, really, I think the first remote that was done in two and a half years. For us, for sure, it was great. 
was. It was great to see everybody. Yeah. It felt nostalgic. Yeah, <laughs> right. It really did. Yeah. And so it was so nice to see everybody. And it, it just always reinforces to, to me, to us, uh, how important you are to this radio station. And, uh, you know, while I, you know, we, we're sitting here, you know, sticking our chests out about the fact that we've been around for a hundred years, which is no small accomplishment. I will, uh, just constantly say it that none of that happens without you. Uh, taking ownership in this radio station and listening and calling us on stuff when you don't like it and calling us when you do like it. And, you know, it's like a family. And we so, so appreciate you being part of our family. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. It's time now for WGN Radio News. Did you I did. It? My kids and David, my husband, are so into Star Wars right now. I can't keep up with them. You're kidding. I've never seen anything. I've never seen one so can I get a little applause for that, Rejoy? Considering I've never seen one anything Star Wars, I was trying to figure out how what quotes to use, what the good quotes are, what the songs are. Right. I don't know. So I really that's for you. It. Thank you. That's for you. Oh, that's thank you. Oh, I want to thank my. <laughs> You didn't know what, so I was you know, Andy and I are Andy and I are old I enough yep. to remember when it oh, came out the first time, oh. and I remember. <laughs> and actually, you know, Andy and I kind of grew up in the same. What Andy, remember the theaters that were at um, on Old Skokie Boulevard? Oh, along, yeah. that's probably where you went to go see movies too. Actually, I went to Golf Mill. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. I saw, so Golf I saw Mill Star Wars so, at the Golf Mill Theater, which uh, I think are are back. I think you might be talking about Eden's, right? Eden's Eden's Plaza? Theater, yeah. right? E- yeah. uh, uh, no, not Eden's Plaza. Okay, but remember, Eden's right theater, at yeah. Old Skokie, like Lake Cook Road. Yeah, just south of Lake Cook Road, there used to be exactly a bunch of theaters about. there, yep. and I can remember in 1977, I was in eighth grade. We were like, "Oh, let's go see that new movie, Star Wars." Like nobody knew. I mean, no one knew what it was at that point, just because I was a, I was an eighth grader, and we went, and the line went around. The, the, you know, theater to go see this thing. I never had seen the, the very first Star Wars, which I think is the third one, right? Or whatever. I don't know. Can't keep track of them all. Until probably 20 years later. Huh. It's like, nah, I'm not going to go. You know, whatever. That's and then I'm really, I'm sort of a Star Trek guy, not a Star Wars guy. A Trekkie. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, there used to be those theaters right there. Now I think it's a big mall. It right? is a mall, yeah. It's yeah. a large mall. What? Like, isn't that? It's interesting to me that you saw that in eighth grade, and my girls, who are six and nine, I I mean, they, however many years later, they're obsessed with this movie. They like quote lines from it. Sydney wanted her bedspread. I mean, (laughs) that's great. I have no idea. That's awesome. I've tried. It is, but it's interesting to me. I mean, about a lot of this now. You know, I'm talking about our son's wedding, but even our kids, my kids, who are now in their twenties. They listen to the music that I grew up with. Like, they're all into the 70s rock and, you know, um, all that kind of stuff, which I think is just interesting to me. Now, who doesn't love a good Dua Lipa? Obvi. (laughs) Are they going to go see Top Gun, though? Oh, that's a good one, Ryan. Because that's that's, that's making the big big comeback now. And and you talk about lines outside of movie theaters this weekend. That one's been a big one. Yeah. I watched an interview with John Hamm, who is like, un- he, you know, he he's like a fan. He was a fan. He's like, oh, my gosh, it's like my eighth grade self. He talked about that when Top Gun came out. And now he's in that movie, you know, across from Tom Cruise. 
And it's not that, I mean, Tom Cruise, I think, is 59, and John Hamm is 51. But, you know, if you go back 35 years, right, um, he was just so excited. By the way, I didn't, while I didn't talk to him when I was in New York, we walked by each other. And I almost said, I almost said, go Cubs, because he's a big Cardinals fan. And I didn't. And I was like, I don't want to be a jerk. That would be does, does he wear a lot of cologne? He, he seems like a guy who would... Totally. I uh, agree with that. Wear a lot of cologne. You know, I did not notice that, but I did notice he is one handsome fella. Even like just walking is... around. Yeah. Like, he's a handsome tall? fella. He's tall. He's at least six, one or two. Yeah. Handsome fella. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> the cologne is so spot on. I can see that. Really? Yes. And Wait, like, what, Ryan, why would like you bring that up? How do you because know you that? said you didn't, like you, fresh... you didn't actually talk with him. You walked by him. So oh, I was wondering I see, if, like, that if I he was wafting, if there was some kind of... Oh. Yeah. What I do, what I what I always will remember about John Hamm is that when um, we went... Our daughter, Mallory, studied in uh, South America. She was in Argentina. And we had an opportunity, this is way pre-pandemic, to go visit her. And we get off of the airport in Argentina... And there are posters and billboards of John Hamm everywhere in the airport. Really? And then as we're in Argentina, he is every other billboard. Hmm. Really? And then, so the other thing is the Argentine, and I don't know if it has anything to do with this, but um, the Argentines love ham, like ham, literally ham. And they, it hangs in every restaurant. I'm looking, is that, is that why? You know, Maybe a little tongue in cheek? I don't know, but it was, uh, he was everywhere. This is probably That'd in 2018. So, yeah, Top Gun. Any cologne ads? I I don't even know what the ads were for. Actually, it could have been cologne. I don't know. I don't know. Could have been. Anyway, funny. John Hamm. Cologne. That's good. Ryan, that's good. You're you're pretty quick. It's early. I'm happy for you. Well, thank you. (laughs) 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Let's go back to the phone lines now and talk with... Pam, who's in Chicago. Hi, Pam. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. I want to know, I have a, a, a half bath. It's about four and a half by four and a half foot, you know, a little small bathroom. Um, but I wanted to replace the toilet. And I would, I want to know, what are some good brands? I'm not looking for a high end, but I want, you know, a good toilet, you know, when, you know, I'm talking to somebody. So I know, sure. you know, what I'm talking about. Absolutely. So the, um, I have. I have several brands that you could do. The one thing that I will tell you is that no matter what you buy, buy a what's called a comfort height toilet. As far as I'm concerned, Mm -hmm. this is just how all toilets should be made now. And it's a little bit taller, so it's more comfortable. And Mm -hmm. within the brands, and this is not necessarily in any order, but I think you would be happy with these three. Kohler. Okay. American okay. Standard. Oh, okay, that surprised me. Okay. Or Gerber. I'm not heard of, I never heard of Gerber. Gerber. G-E-R-B-E-R. G-E-R-B-E-R. Gerber. And oh. Gerber forever was known as the plumber's toilet, meaning that this was the toilet oh. that the plumbers put in. Now, Oh, I never heard of it. Now, okay. it would that that was back Gerber used to be an American-made product. They no longer are, but uh, they still make mm-hmm. a fine product. And so American Standard, Kohler, Gerber, if you want to have fun, you can go look at the Toto toilets, which you know are also very nice. And they do make 
affordable versions of them, but um, those three you'll probably spend if you're if you're going to buy it yourself about three hundred bucks on something like that. Okay, okay. Now I read something about because um, I had a problem this weekend where I had to have a plumber come in. Yep, and the seal between the tank and the toilet, <laughs> and I had. <clears throat> I don't know, shifter and needed replacing right. because the water was coming out. Right. So I read something about a one, a toilet that it's not separated, it's just one piece. Right. That's more expensive. Have you heard? Oh, okay. So when you get into okay. those one-piece toilets, because if you think about it, they, the way that the china has to be manufactured, it's a lot more involved. It's visually very nice, and you don't get that separation the other thing with those is that the parts and pieces that they use inside of them are a little bit different. However, I will tell you that in my own home, we have two toilets that are um, one piece. Well, let me think about that. No, I have one toilet that is one piece. And it's been operating, other than me replacing a flapper, for 21 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, but for 21 years, but they're more expensive. So I just want, you know, okay. So if you go with a, if you go with a standard two piece comfort height toilet, Kohler, American standard Gerber, you'll be spending about 300 bucks on something like that. And that'll go 20 years. No problem. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Pam, have a lovely weekend. Okay, thank you, and you too. All right, 857-557-4LU, 857-557-4568. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. How may I help you? All right, I I bought uh, two new screen doors for my patio, and I'm wondering how do you clean the aluminum track, and what can I use to lubricate it once I put the new doors in? I don't want you to uh, lubricate the track at all because... Think about a uh, think about railroad tracks. Okay, there's no lubrication on a railroad track. That aluminum door track is exactly the same thing. It's the wheels on the bus go round and round. No, it's the wheels that uh, are under that sliding door that get the lubrication. But even that, you don't need to do it today. Okay. So what I would just do is it's a it's an aluminum track. Yes. Right. Take a little dish soap and warm water and a sponge and get down there, maybe even with a little Scotch-Brite pad. Clean it all up. Do you have a... uh, This is on a sliding glass door. So when the door is closed, do you have a leaf blower? Uh, Yeah. All right. So close the door, wash it, wipe up what you can, leaf blow it so it's nice and dry. Make sure it's nice and dry. Pop that door in there, adjust those wheels if they have any adjustment whatsoever so it slides easily. Get rid of all the dirt and debris. The single worst thing you can do is spray oil on that track because it's going to attract dirt, which then the wheels will pick up and it will foul up the, you know, the mechanism of the wheel and the spindle that's underneath there. Sounds good. Capiche? Capiche? All right, have a great so day. don't put any oil on the track or the wheels? Never. Okay. Thank you much. You Appreciate it. it. Have a great weekend. It looks like it's going to be just a lovely, lovely weekend. Oh, I've got another one of those uh, Barbecue Authority $100 gift cards. 
Uh, they're in Lyle. You can go to bbqauthority.com to shop and learn more. It's a great idea with uh, Memorial Day weekend. That's really sort of the, I mean, the unofficial beginning of barbecuing, but you should barbecue and grill all year long like we do. But the seventh texter to 857-557-4568, 857-557-4568 will win the $100 gift card to the Barbecue Authority. How about we take one more call before we break here, and uh, we can talk with uh, Dave. Uh, Dave's in Oak Forest. Hi, Dave. Good morning, Lou. How are you? I'm doing well. What's going on? Um, we've had a running debate going on for a couple of years now, and I need your help. Um, I finished the garage. We we, we uh, insulated it, did the drywall, and the dryer vent goes through one corner. I say, and I've got a functioning CO2 detector and smoke detector, and I say on a cold day, it, there's no danger in venting the dryer into the garage just to warm it up a bit. And and she thinks I'm crazy and that I'm going to kill one of us. And she says I I will uh, I will follow what Lou says. Talk to Lou and see what he says. Is it a gas fired dryer? Yes, sir. Okay. So anything that creates carbon monoxide, excuse me, any combustible flame creates carbon monoxide. Right now, now in theory. Your, you know, so your stovetop, okay, if it's gas and you turn that on, yep. there's carbon monoxide that comes out of there as well, okay? But if, if it's clean burning, you know, that blue flame, the level is right. so low that you're, you know, we, we are not, uh, you know, concerned with it. Now, someone like myself who, I, you know, I enjoy cooking, so does my wife, so does my whole family. I am religious about if I turn the flame on, I turn the exhaust fan on, which vents it outside. Now, okay. saying all of that, why would you tempt fate in case your dryer all of a sudden is not clean burning and some carbon monoxide gets into there and you do run the risk? of exposure even because here's the thing with a carbon monoxide detector in the garage they can be they can be affected by temperature and so and humidity and sometimes they're not viable as as a detector in a garage now garage is not super sealed but I, i am i am i am so focused on carbon monoxide detecting and i always have been that to me I would not vent it into the garage. I would vent it outside, no questions asked. Okay, and again, now this isn't this isn't a permanent. This is once in a blue moon on a cold morning. I can take the vent and vent it in the garage. I'm not doing but, this every time we do the laundry. You, but you I'm don't. Do- but you uh, don't know. A hundred percent of the time, if you did that, if today's the day that something's on that burner in that dryer that causes it to misfire, even for an hour, just don't don't do it. Did you hear the story about that couple in the Bahamas that died in their... um, Yes. They died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Because there, in the Bahamas, they don't put carbon monoxide detectors in their hotel. 
Don't do it. I, I, I'm, I'm very much aware, and Don't I was afraid. I was afraid of your answer, but I promised her I'd get it from you, and I do appreciate the help. I appreciate you doing that, and don't do that again. I, 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 th- real quick, I know I'm going to be late for news, but this is an important thing. This is not anything to screw around with, okay? And those carbon monoxide detectors are there to save us and to protect us. If you are unsure as to how old the units are in your home, go buy new ones. Now, most manufacturers, Kitta, First Alert, they make these 10-year lithium battery units. The whole unit gets replaced in 10 years. Go out and buy several of these. Put it on every floor. Take a magic marker and write the date 10 years from now when it has to be replaced on it. They've got a little tag on the back, but who does that? Right on the front of it. That's what I have in my own house. I wrote the date. Actually, I wrote the date that I installed it, and I'll do the math. But you want to make sure that you have these things working and operating. Any flame that's created creates some level of carbon monoxide. You do not want to ever just say, ah, it's fine, whatever. Don't let it do it because you're going to cause a lot of problems. All right, thanks so much for that phone call. I'll get off my soapbox. I'll get out of the way into the WGN radio newsroom. Here's Ryan Burrow. Hey, hey, Ryan, real quick before I have to take a break, you mentioned um, New York is bidding on the Democratic National Convention. Correct. And I think you may have misspoken because you said that, because I think that we're going to get it for sure, because you said that they promised that wherever the convention is, it'll be a 20-mile walk. 20-minute walk, correct. Yes, 20-mile walk. (laughs) Hey, I'm thinking we got this. They call Go ahead, the, New York. They call it the Big what? Apple for a reason. Yeah, right, right. Everything's hey, big. Hey, Th- you got your delegates. Keep walking. Just 18 more miles. Thank you for that correction. No, 20 that's minute fine. walk. No, absolutely. Thank you for doing that. No, I-, <laughs> I thought we got it. I mean, come on. Forget it. New York's had no chance. All right. When we come back, it's time for our Noodaloo 2. Don't go away. Mallory's pretty tall, so she could probably do it uh, without the help of this Noodaloo 2. But for some of you, You may find this thing to be super useful. Take a listen. This weekend's Memorial Day marks the start of summer. Well, not officially, but in my eyes. Warm weather ahead, time spent with family and friends, and taking those good old-fashioned road trips. Are you going somewhere this summer? Are you loading everything on top of your car? It can be a pain in the butt. Enter this week's new Tulu 2, the Moki Doorstep. The Moki Doorstep is the ultimate solution for people who want to secure cargo or during those winter months that we don't even want to think about, remove snow from the top of our cars. This vehicle rooftop assistance device allows drivers and passengers to have easy rooftop access to your vehicle. The Moki Doorstep is a step up that quickly attaches to your vehicle's door latch. The aluminum step has space for both feet and treads for extra stability. It's a universal fit for all vehicles in both front and rear doors. It's got a rubber bumper and coated hook to protect your car from scratching or denting. And then it can be easily stored right there in your car so you have it all the time. Put it in your glove box. Put it in your center console, your spare tire compartment. It can hold up to 400 pounds and goes for $44.95. So load it on up and let's ride into summer. For more information, visit housemartsradio.com or check out the YouTube Housemarts channel and be sure to click the subscribe button while you're there. I mean, it's a cool idea, right? You've got that. Totally. You've got that. Your door latch 
I'm imagining it's pretty strong. It looks, you know, the thing that's on the car, and it just hooks there, and it's a step. Now, I mean, right. you know, there's probably a weight limit to that hook, <clears throat> but, oh. well, I mean... Well, the lever thing says it holds up to 400 pounds, so right. I'm going to guess... but I wonder I what mean, the hook is on the car, yeah. although it's a pretty substantial thing, and... You think about that, trying to get up on there, it really is kind of a neat idea. Well, and, and it's, it's compact. We don't think about it as much because we're, we're giants. <laughs> but these little people. All you I'm little people. Right, right. You can't reach stuff. It's Have you seen that? Um, I forget that basketball player. There's a basketball player who's like gigantic, and uh, the, he's at some big warehouse store, and there's a, a, a female basketball player who's also, you know, she's probably six five and she's trying to reach something and she can't get it and then this guy comes out of the thing oh. of, i'll get that for you and he, re- he reaches up and hands her like a giant thing of mayonnaise you know like here you go and then he's like you need anything else because i can reach it you know but no one else can right do you Did get you? asked all the time in the store i do all can the time you, can you help me with this yeah all the time oh sure yeah I'm happy to yeah, yeah. all the time <laughs> well this is going to help you uh this noodle 2 is going to help you get up on top of your car if you've got to load stuff up there and Lindsay's right i mean memorial day means road trips and uh this is a good one check it out go to housemartsradio.com and uh you can find the video and the link and everything there to uh uh to that product 44 bucks not that that's not so expensive 857-557-4lu 857-557-4568 Let's go to the phone lines now and talk with Tom, who's in Moline. Tom, good morning. You're on House Marts Radio. Hi, good morning, Lou. Yeah, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, happy Saturday. You too, sir. Thank you so much for listening and calling in. How may I help you? Yeah, um, I've got a, a half-inch half by three-quarter-inch uh, faucet for my washer, the hot water line. Okay. And um, it leaks at the valve. I'm trying to replace it, and it's corroded. So the shutoff uh, for the whole, you know, water system is one, you know, one knob. So this is connected to the hot water tank, and there's no shutoff. There's no shutoff on uh, your. I don't on know. Your, do, do, do you know how to? You know, it, there's no shutoff to the hot water tank. Uh, uh, yeah, I think there is one to the hot water tank, but it's on the cold water line. Side, right, right, right. Well, if you shut that off, you still have to drain the system down. I mean, you don't have to, sh- you don't have to, you have a main water valve in the home, correct? Correct, right. I uh, shut that off. Right. Yeah, I shut, I shut that off, but the water still... Leaking. Is there the hot water is still uh, coming? You know, it still uh, comes out of the fa- out of the uh, hot water faucet. Okay, so let's and so do you have an? Is there a sink next to this, or is it just uh, is it just um, this washer that you're trying to replace? Do you have a, a laundry sink? Right, no, no, but but there's a drain right there. All right, with the main water valve off. Okay, you can shut the, uh, there's probably just pressure in the line. If you shut the cold water off to the tank, okay, and then 
yeah. open up another valve somewhere on the hot water side to relieve some of the pressure. Okay. The issue is, I'm assuming, this is this in the basement of a house or on the first floor? Yeah, the basement. Okay, so you're at the lowest point, right? And so we're going to get some draining coming down from all the pipes up above. Right. So you're going to have to have, you're just going to let that keep draining until it stops. Okay. Because all the hot water pipes above you are loaded with water. And if you go, maybe what you do is, is there another faucet in the basement level that you can turn on or no? Uh, cold water. Not a hot water. Not a hot water, right. Okay. What about on the first floor? Yeah, yeah, there's the kitchen, the bathroom. All right, turn the hot water on there and let the air get through there and drain out. And then where this valve is leaking, there's a garden hose, right, that leads to the to the washing machine? Correct. Can you take the valve, can you take that garden hose off the washing machine and put that in a drain? Uh, yeah. Let that drain out. Once that's done, replace your valve. Okay, now, that's another thing. It's corroded on, and it's a copper valve, and it's a, or no, it's a copper water line, and Mm -hmm. it's a brass valve. Right. And I just have vision, yeah, I have visions of the Three Stooges, you know, if I snap it off, (laughs) trying to, you know, with too much pressure. Right, you're going to be Would that, uh, would that break the copper line? It can. I'm pretty sure it would, you know. It can. Now, let me ask you this. So this is not inside of a guy gray box, right? These pipes are exposed? Correct. Do you happen to own a little propane torch? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> right. If you put a little heat on there, that would help you. Or what you could do is hedge your bet. There's a, a product I really like called um, uh, Superzilla, which is a lightweight oil that has what they call capillary properties if you spray that joint and then you give it about 10 minutes or so that may help loosen it hold the copper pipe firmly with a wrench and then use another wrench to loosen it and you're just going to want to apply enough pressure just to crack it right to get it that first initial crack and then loosen it by hand Okay, what's what's that stuff called? Super Super Zilla. Super Zilla. It's a lightweight oil that you can find at your local Ace. Gotcha. Oh, I appreciate it. You know, uh, saving me a lot of work. You know, thank you. We're trying. Good luck, and I hope it all works. Okay. Have a good day. Thank You, you. You too. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini, 857-557-4LOU. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. I so enjoy sitting there practicing. Like, all of a sudden, I told you, I, I saw that video, but the guy goes, for older people learning guitar, just say for five minutes. So in my head, I'm always like, I'm going to sit for five minutes. And I'm on the back porch, and I'm, so the, my thing is, so I'm trying to get these cords with my fat fingers. You know, these things are like, I mean, if you need me to grab a couple two-by-fours, these are the hands you want, right? But holding a guitar, it's there's a lot, I don't know, it's weird, right? You can do it. You I'm can getting get there. there. And so 
I started, I'm starting to, I want to, I want to learn a song. Like I'm thinking, you hear these stories all these time about these guitar players. Like, hey, I just picked it up and I just played around. And I kept going until I learned how to do something. So the Don Williams song, I Believe in You, which is an easy song. It's the three chords you sent me, right? Those songs I are. don't believe in superstars, organic foods, or foreign cars. So that's a G, and I'm just doing it. And I got the first verse. It's that transition right. from the, that's the hard part. And then you look at these people like yourself, and you can just, you know, you're, like when you were showing me, you're just like doing it, whatever. So I just got to keep practicing. That's all it takes. Yeah, I a guess little, so. Five minutes a day. Five minutes a day that turns into half an hour. But it's better than you know, watching TV. <laughs> totally. Right? Eight five right. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. Am I I can't remember who I oh Don. I'm gonna talk to Don. That's who I'm gonna talk to. Don is calling in from Lamont. Hey Don, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. <laughs> uh got a question for you, Lou. I've got one bedroom upstairs out of this four. That is just not responding to the uh, air conditioning or the heat. Well, in wintertime, to solve the problem, I bought one of those oil-based heaters and put in there. Okay. But in the summertime, what do you think of these portable air conditioning units? Is there one on the market that's any good? What kind of what, kind of what kind of what kind of what kind of turns out that? Uh, pardon. What kind of windows do you have, Don? Double-hung windows. Yeah. Okay, and does the oil no, I, does the I, oil, does the oil fill heater accomplish the goal in the in the winter time? Oh yeah, it's wonderful. Okay. All right, buy a small five thousand BTU air conditioner. I really don't care who makes it because they're all kind of made. They're all made overseas, and they're get one that's Energy Star rated. You'll spend two hundred bucks. Put it on low, and you'll be hanging meat in that bedroom in in the matter of two hours. Well, are they battery operated? No, no, no. They go in the window. You're going to plug it in. Oh, a win- it's a, a window, window unit. A window unit. Right. Okay. The smaller 5,000 BTU units, uh, Don, are not super heavy, so they're you know pretty easy to uh, lift up and place in there. We actually even um, featured a kind of a more aesthetically pleasing one a few weeks ago as part of a, a conversation we had with a company called Capsule Air, I believe is the name of the company, Capsule Air. And it's kind of a thin profile, very easy to install. That one's more than a couple hundred bucks, but it'll definitely cool off the room. Yeah, well, that's that's on the front of the house, so it's going to stick out like a... Ward on the oh, big, I, oh, I see. Uh, for that, oh, okay. So, for in that bedroom, the only the, window the you have. I was really looking for was one of these portables. I found one that I thought was really great, battery operated, which I didn't like. But it sounded like it would do what I need to do until I find out you had to take the refrigeration unit out of it, yeah. take it downstairs, and put it in the yeah. refrigerator no. to cool it off. No, no, no. And it's no. water operated. No. No. There's nothing else that uh, has no. got a compressor or condenser in the, the only itself. other the only other thing you're gonna do which will cost you a lot more that's a more permanent solution that then you could install that you won't see on the front of the house is what's called a split system 
or a, a ductless air conditioner where they put a cartridge on the wall and a condensing unit outside on the ground. And they drill one three-inch hole, and they put a cartridge on the wall, and um, that will heat and cool that space permanently. It'll have its own thermostat. It'll cost you about three grand to have it installed, but you won't see anything on the front of the house, and it will solve the problem. Yeah, so you got to run it all the way from the ground up to the second floor, huh? Well, they just run a they just run a condensing line. Yeah. All right. So you answered my question. There's really nothing. It's just a portable little nothing. Not, nothing that nothing that you're not going to see in the front of the uh, the the house there. Apologies, I'm bumping up against time, and my apologies to Ryan Burrow. Quick break, and we'll be right back. The VA says that on Memorial Day, we should be hanging our flags at half-staff from sunrise until noon only, and then raised briskly to the top of the staff until sunset in honor of the nation's battle heroes. So think about that. I know we hang a flag up that I... uh, uh, have proudly displayed, and I will uh, get my butt up before sunrise and uh, put it at half staff and wait till noon and do exactly what the VA tells me to do. So uh, this Memorial Day weekend, lots to... Um, uh, oh, yeah, it's the next two hours. We have two hours left. Yeah, two hours, not four. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to play it because at six in the morning, you know, people don't uh, uh, always hear what we... Lindsay puts together, and it was a nice Memorial Day open this morning. So, anyway, thanks so much for joining us. Two hours left of House Smarts Radio. What can I do to help you? 847, excuse me, 857 557 4 Lou. 857 557 4568 is our phone number. That's the number that Nancy in Kankakee called. Hi, Nancy. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How may I help you this morning? Well, I'm hoping you can come up with a real miracle. Uh, a couple of years ago, I heard you talk about DAP seal and peel to put on the windows okay. for drafts and uh, used that for a couple of years, but someone bought the wrong thing this year, Uh-oh. and it's silicone, oh. <laughs> and okay. it's it's almost impossible to get out. <laughs> what do you suggest? Is it all over the window? All around the edges, yes. Okay. Both top and bottom. Do you have a hair dryer? Yes. Okay. So let's try let's a couple things. One, well, let's, uh, let me think about this. Get, get a, a sharp utility knife. Uh-huh. And j- carefully... Go along the edge of one side of the bead of the silicone, and then the other side of the bead of the silicone. Then take the hair. We've done that. Okay. Okay. Well, then now take the hair dryer and uh-huh. go back and forth. Don't I need? I need to get it warm, not melted warm, hot, but warm. And then pick a little uh-huh. piece on there. And now, when it's warmer, maybe you'll be able to peel away enough of it to open the window. And you, you know, in uh-huh. all around the certain areas, enough of it that you can pry open the window that you'll now expose most of it, and then use a plastic putty knife that has a pretty good edge on it to scrape the uh-huh. remaining material away. Okay, that makes sense. 
Yes, it does. It it is. We've gotten. I've been able to open some windows, but it comes off in little pieces, and then it's all over. And you really, it's well, still so, very hard to get off. Yeah. So for the ones that are already open, um, what mm-hmm. I would do is, uh, Nancy's. They use that hair dryer, and then that plastic putty knife, as I mentioned, has a good edge on it, but it should. Hello, you're cutting out. The the it has a good edge on it. The pla- hello, what Nancy. Are you there? Hello. We can hear you, no, Nance. We... I, I can't hear you. All right. Well, hold uh, on. Let me... Hold on a second. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Hold on. Your phone must have just cut out. We got you. 857-557-4LOU. If you want to call back, Nancy, we will uh, take your call then. But right now, it's time to hear from Lindsay about what's new at Builder Supply Outlet. Try one more time, and come on, hello, phone, you want to pick up for me? There we go. No? All right. We're having a little bit of a technical difficulty here. Hold on a second, everybody. Lindsay, we're having a little technical difficulty with the phone, so let me try again. 857-5574-LOU. We'll just reboot this bad boy and make sure that it works. Oh, do we want to do the... uh, Oh, right. We do have these Barbecue Authority $100 gift cards. So um, how about this? The um, the uh, Barbecue Authority has a $100 gift card. If you are the seventh texter at 857-557-4LOU, we will get you the $100 gift card to the Barbecue Authority in Lyle. Visit bbqauthority.com to shop and learn more. That's bbqauthority.com. Seventh texter to 857-557-4LOU will win the um, $100 gift card. All right, let's try this again. This is Glenn in Morton Grove. Wow, this is not going well. Hmm. Lindsay? Not That's helping me. me. Yeah. What's not going helping on here? me. What, no, what can I do? What can I do? Something, nothing. My little phone system is not uh, operating for some reason. It's crashing on my end we got to figure out what's going on you know you know the the key with the technology is it's the it needs to work well it needs to work and also when you do the updates and they don't work you know it's always something about the updates have you tried restarting it Uh, i did i did (laughs) have you tried yelling at it have you tried reasoning with it there's ryan coming in with all the good tech help uh yeah, I did, Ryan, and it just doesn't want to... Oh, all right, hold on. How about this? Is this Daryl in Bolingbrook? Yep, in Illinois. Hey, Daryl. How you doing? I'm good. Um, How are you? I don't know if you can hear me. Okay. Um, I had a, a little issue here on my brother's house. He has, like, um, air coming in from his basement in the corners. It's not cracked or nothing. It's like little bitty holes from when they... Put the when they did the basement, it's like it's seeking air, and uh, they said you can um, put some paint over it, some kind of um, glue, some kind of stuff that is real thick. So when I paint it, it's gonna make bubbles. But you, you can I just go over it with concrete? Hold on now. So um, we have- this your brother's house. This is a concrete foundation. Correct. And there's cra- and there's cracks seven. in the foundation. You're feeling the air. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not cracks in there. It's like little bitty holes, like air holes, air pockets, like. Okay. It's, it makes a whistle, like like air coming through there. You put your hand up there, and you can feel it. The wind is coming in there, but it's not cracked. Hold so on. We have one hold of those on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
What's on the other side of that wall? It's um, it's a big puddle, like um, like dirt and grass. It's, it goes all the way up to. I'm six two, so the hike is the grass and everything is like up to about six three. It's like down in the basement. So there's dirt on the other side of this, but these holes, Correct. you're hearing a whistling sound from air coming in. Correct. And you put your hand in the corner, and you can feel the air, the wind coming in from down in, in the corner. Can I paint that? Can I roll that on with some black top, something like that, or even just do concrete? Well, I mean, it's that is that's baffling to me why you feel the air like that. Why don't we try this? And the, these holes that you said are they like the size of a dime? Are they the size of a pen? No, they will. You know, when they pull the concrete in the corner, I mean, pull it for that for the foundation yep. of the house, yeah, the basement. It's those you can see the little bitty things, but it's kind of like we never seen it before until we came down. Mm-hmm. It's a brand new house. You know, we got one of those um, rayon things that yep. pulls the gas out. We have that in the basement. So that, no gas. So that, so that, like so, line, so that not, suction, you know. so that fan maybe caused that. So here's a test. Um, unplug that radon tester and see if the wind stops. Okay. Okay. Just as, just as just as a test. On the other side of the house. That's fine, but there may be. This is why I'm trying to understand why you're getting this whistling. If it's a brand new house, that radon system may be what's causing that, and maybe those holes are there for a reason. Oh no! You can see when they pull it. So this is where the this is where the uh, the 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 knockouts are for maybe the forms that held the forms, the straps for the forms where they knocked it out. So let's do this. Just as a just as a test, just as a test. Hold on. Turn off the okay. radon tester and see if the breeze goes away. If it does, then what I would do is buy a small bag of hydraulic cement. Yes. Mix that up. you got to work really quickly in a small container. I know. Like and then, 45s or 90s, they real fast stuff. Not Durabond. <laughs> no, 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 not Durabond. It's called hydraulic cement, and you're going to take a trowel, okay. and you're going to put it in there, but you have to work really quickly, so don't mix a lot of it. Oh, okay, yeah. And put that I in know, there, because it'll... like when you do, when you do um, mailboxes real cur- quick. Well, similar, similar, yes. But the whole idea about the hydraulic cement yeah. is you can actually use it underwater, even. That's not what you're going to be doing, okay. but, but it would be the perfect thing for okay. that. But as a test, let's just try with the radon detector to see if the breeze goes away. And if it does, okay. keep it keep it off while you do this repair. And then within a half an hour, you can plug it back in again. Okay. All right? I got you. All right, bud. Have a nice weekend. All I right. appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LU. So my apologies to... Uh, uh, we were talking to Nancy, I think, or, or uh, who was it that we were talking to that we lost? Glenn. Glenn, um, that the phone system just kind of, and, and Ryan, of course, gave me the good advice of, did you restart it again? And evidently it worked. Hey, congratulations to Gina in Wayne. She wins the $100 Barbecue Authority uh, gift card. We'll get that sent out to you uh, in just a little bit. All right, when we come back, I'm going to talk to uh, John Rogers, who's the president of Rogers Roofing. They have this terrific promotion called Roof for a Hero. Somebody's going to win a brand new roof installed by Rogers Roofing and Certainteed. 
But first, this report of WGN Radio News. Joining me on the phone line right now is John Rogers, who's the owner of Rogers Roofing. Uh, John, good morning and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Thank you so much for having me on. You know, when we get all this kind of rain, uh, the two people that uh, are super busy are the basement waterproofing companies and the roofing companies. Has that been true for you the past few weeks? That has been absolutely true, Lou. Like I said, when it rains, our phones all really start to ring. And you know what? Listen, we're very fortunate that when people experience leaks or they have roof problems that, you know, we're one of the, the people that they think of. So we're really uh, thankful to have that and have the opportunity to serve our customers. That's nice. Um, you know, obviously the name Rogers Roofing uh, says that you do roofing, but you do offer other services as well, correct? We do. We do uh, um, pretty much everything on the exterior of the home. We do replacement windows, we do gutters, uh, fascia soffit, siding, so it, it's really nice for our customers that maybe are looking to do a couple projects in one, say their roof and their siding or their roof and their windows, mm. you know, they're able to hire one contractor to take care of all of their needs. How about um, how about leaf uh, protection? Because I get a lot of those questions and uh, people seem to be very uh, focused on having that done. Is that something you can help people with as well? We do, Lou. Yeah, we have a wonderful gutter protection system that we've used for many, many years. Um, I've got that particular gutter protection on my own home because the last thing I want to do is climb a ladder and <laughs> clean out my gutter. So, right. you know, when, 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 my, when we, I guess the best compliment I get from our gutter protection is that when our, I really don't hear from our customers after we do the gutter protection, you know, so, or if I may see them, they're like, my goodness, that works so well. I should have did it 10 years ago. Yeah. So, no, yeah. it's, uh, it, it is. It's, it's a good thing. We want to try to keep our customers, especially our older customers, off ladders. Well, here we are, you know, Memorial Day weekend, obviously honoring those who gave the ultimate sacrifice um, in protecting our country and uh, protecting our freedom. But uh, a few weeks ago, you guys kind of developed this Roof for a Hero program. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, Lou. Like you, you know, we recognize, you know, our veterans and our active uh, military uh, people, personnel, and, you know, we're so thankful for what they do. And I think that, you know, they don't get the recognition. They don't, and they're not looking for it, but mm-hmm. maybe just the, the the appreciation more than anything. And what we came up with is that we would really like to offer a, a brand new roof system for a veteran or an active service, a military person, just as a way to say thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for what you're doing for our country. You know, we're so excited, and we, I, we've been, you know, it's, we, it's had a tremendous response. Yeah. So many comments on our social media and things like that it's just been really exciting and we're so just excited to hear you know about the 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 winner of our contest yeah well i i do have that information um we did get many many entries uh to uh the contest roof for a hero and um the winner is a gentleman by the name of robert joiner who served in the army from 1989 to 1999 and was honorably discharged. He sent a really nice email that I want to give a little excerpt from, because, you know, when you do these contests, obviously you're doing it for the right reasons because you you want, as you said, John, you want to honor the service of these folks. But then when you get something like this, it makes it uh, extra special. It says, thanks again for the great prize since covid My in-laws have both been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and dementia, and my wife had to quit work to help care for them, so money's been a little tight. 
This prize has been a tremendous relief to which I can't thank you enough. God bless you all. That has to make you and your team over at Rogers Roofing feel pretty good. It does, Lou. You know, it really makes you feel good. You're doing something good for a person that, that, you know, served our country. And obviously it sounds like he has a lot of things going on in his life um, that are maybe out of his control. And, you know, this is just one small way that as a company we can say thank you and uh, we're just we're we're so excited to do it for him. I can't wait to to be part of this project. That's awesome. Congratulations to Robert Joyner, and congratulations to you, John, and everybody over at Rogers Roofing. So, if people uh, want to contact you for the different services that we spoke of at the beginning here, roofing, siding, windows, gutters, gutter protection, how do they get a hold of you, folks? You can call us uh, at one eight hundred New Roof. Uh, that's 1-800-NEW-ROOF. You can go to our website, rogersroofing.com. And I also wanted to say, too, Lou, I wanted to thank uh, CertainTeed Roofing. Uh, they're the manufacturer of, of our shingles, and they, um, they're they also participating in, in trying to help out this uh, this family for their new roof. So um, thank you to CertainTeed Roofing, and thank you to everybody that responded. Um, again, we're just we're so we appreciate everything. And if there's anything that we could ever do, rogersroofing.com. Awesome. Uh, John, thanks so much for taking the time this morning. Congratulations on this great program, and congratulations once again to Robert Joyner, and congratulations to you folks at CertainTeed. Nice job partnering on this all thing. Uh, John, have a great day. Thank you, Lou. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Anything we can help you with this morning, all you got to do is pick up the phone and give us a call, if it does work. We we took Ryan Burroughs' advice and rebooted everything, so hopefully our uh, IT specialist working in the newsroom this morning's uh, advice will work, but I'm pretty sure it is working, so we'll give it a shot. 857-557-4LU is our phone number. And um, a couple other quick things uh, this morning. There's been so much rain. I don't know that we got to worry about uh, mosquitoes just yet. But pay very close attention to any standing water that's around the house because that's a breeding ground for it. And if you can't get rid of that, I mean, it's going to heat up, right? Use, uh, they've got these dunks or these little sprinkles that you can put in the standing water to keep the bugs, uh, mosquitoes, from hatching. It won't harm the birds, won't harm your animals, but it will keep the mosquitoes from coming and I'm worried that with all this rain and standing water, we're going to have an explosion of mosquitoes. That'll be the next thing that hits us. You know, we we can't win. It's like the, it's like the plague for crying out loud. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou is our phone number. This is Lori in Joliet. Hi, Lori. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hey, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Hey, I have a question for you. I have a deck. It's probably. About a decade old, and it's treated pine that we have stained over and over, and we're tired of it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and it's actually attached to our pool, so it gets chemical. It's in full sun, and we're thinking about just leaving the frame and replacing the deck boards with, like, a Trex or some kind of composite mm-hmm. And doing research, it's just daunting because they none of them get great reviews. They all seem to have problems. So I just wanted to ask your opinion. Maybe a brand or yeah, type. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you, the thing is, is that I, I will tell you that 
you start going down the path of of doing those reviews and you should right it it you'll find all this mm-hmm. negative stuff and the reality of it is there's a lot of good products out there okay the trex okay. the trex product is probably the oldest one so it has the most problems because it's been around the longest but their technology has changed that it's now what they call a capped product where they cap the okay. fibrous interior it's almost like a golf ball on the outside uh, TimberTech and Azek. Okay. TimberTech and Azek. Azek, they make a decking that's 100% PVC. Well, that would be okay. fabulous to use around a pool deck, in particular when you're talking about the chemicals and whatnot. But I also have zero issue with you using like a Trex product, and um, okay. and there's no staining. You choose a lighter color. It's you know it's not going to heat up on you when you're. Uh, you know, standing on it, it'll be, it'll, it'll do a really nice job for you. Perfect. Another question that I'm seeing is when you, when you go to research these, they have like the regular square board that you can just screw down with regular deck screws. And then they have that kind that kind of fits in and it's, they've got those special fasteners. Is there any pros and cons to doing either one of those types? Well, the, the one with the hidden fasteners, to me on a on mm-hmm. a pool deck would be the way to go so they they, they have a ridge on okay. the, they have a ridge on the sides and they use these little biscuits basically then there's no holes the other one if you face you know nail it down through it they have these caps that you put in yeah i mean it's fine okay but i would do the one with the ridge okay. <laughs> i would do i would do the one with the ridge because i okay. think visually it'll look the best it'll look nicer yeah, yeah, okay oh, for sure okay Okay, well that helps a lot because I, you know, you just want to put something is down the, is and the pool, you know, I don't want is, is the to pool, touch it again. <laughs> is the pool open yet? It is almost open. We're going out there to vacuum it and treat it with our chemicals. We have our propane already filled the other day, and we're getting in it tomorrow. <laughs> yes, everybody in the pool. Here Woo-hoo. we go. Woohoo! That's right. All Memorial right. Day weekend. Go, yes, baby. go floating in there and have a great time. I appreciate you calling. Yes. Thank you so much for your help, Lou. Yeah, have a great Memorial Day weekend. 857-557-4. Lou is the number. This is uh, Lisa in Lombard. Hey, Lisa, good morning. Good morning, Lou. How are you? I'm doing great. What can I do for you this morning? So I live in a tri-level in Lombard, and I'm running a dehumidifier. It is filling up three, four times a day. I'm emptying it. So... Is it worth running it because it's so wet outside? It just keeps filling, or should I wait for it to kind of dry up a little bit outside? Well, I mean, the the thing is, are you noticing a difference in the... And are you also running your air conditioner, or no? No, not yet. Okay. Uh-uh. All right. Um, how long... Have you been running a dehumidifier in this basement for as long as you can remember? Uh, no, actually, we just bought it a couple weeks ago because okay. we kind of had like a musty smell. Got it. But that smell is definitely gone. Okay. And are you are you using it? Do you have a floor drain that you could directly run a garden hose to? We do. And he said, my husband said, maybe we should do that. But yeah. I feel like I'm chasing my tail because it just keeps filling. Keeps, I well, mean, I mean, is you, it you, worth running it? Well, okay. I, I love the chasing of the tail. By the way, you know, we have a new dog, Bruno, who we think is so smart. This dog constantly chases his tail. I'm like, there's the genius dog. Uh, but anyway, um, the, my point is, if you've noticed that the odor is gone, then you're not chasing your tail, 
right? So it's getting okay. the, it's getting okay. the humidity level down. But the fact that you're just filling up the tank, you know, what's happening is the minute the tank gets full, like overnight, you're asleep. The the system shuts it's down. Stopped. So what I would mm-hmm. do is if there's a drain close by, pop out the little cap that allows you to put a hose in there and just run it. Okay. The other thing with this okay. is that they have a filter on them that you need to keep clean, mm-hmm. okay? And right. that right. will that will help a lot. Okay. So keep running it. I'm not chasing my tail for nothing. You are not. Okay. Thank you so much, sir. You got it. I appreciate you calling. Have a nice weekend. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Hey, do you think that uh, Jessica on line four became Jessica on line one? Do you know? Hmm? Not sure? Who's line one? Because Jessica, we lost Jessica on line one. Let's do this. Let's try that. How about, hi, hello, line one. you have any idea what your name is? You're listening to House Marts Radio. Someone's driving. Are you driving? Is this, this isn't Lori, is hello? it? Is this Lori? No, this is Jessica. Oh, that's Jessica. So it is Jessica who's now on line one. You I wouldn't know on. any of this, Jessica, but you are now on line one. How may I help you? Good morning. I'm calling because my parents are in a new house, and the water heater is 30 years old, and trying to figure out whether a heat pump water heater would be good for um, a good choice for northern Illinois. A heat pump? You mean a... Do they have a heat pump currently? How do they heat the home? I'm talking for the water heater, a heat pump water heater. Right, but a heat pump meaning you want an electric water heater? Yeah, an electric heat pump water heater. Okay, so... It's supposed to use the air in the space to help heat the water and be more energy efficient. Yeah, so there's a bunch of newer technology about this, and I'm not opposed to it, but uh, is it just going to be your two parents living in the house? Yeah. Okay. And do you know is the is the furnace that they use a gas forced air heater? It's gas as well as the current water heater. Is gas. Okay. So if you go to the heat pump, it does utilize a little of that heat. It's all electric, okay? And okay. the thing is is that you, you know, it used to be that it was cheaper to use gas to do all this, and it's really not anymore because natural gas prices are are higher. The fact that there's just two of them, I think that it would be more efficient. It's just a different piece of technology. You then don't have to vent it either because it's all electric, right? There's no open flame. So that yeah. also helps in the installation of the whole thing. The other option is to consider an on-demand tank water heater, which they also make those in electric. They're not heat pump, but they're electric. And the benefit there is when they're off, they're off. So if this heat pump uh, water heater you're looking at has a tank storage, remember that you're heating that water for standby, just waiting to use it. And the beautiful part about on-demand water heaters is no stored water. When they're off, they're off. So take a look at the cost of the heat pump water heater. 
and what's involved okay. in installing it, and then put that against an on-demand water heater, gas and or electric, depending on what you want to do, and see if the costs are close, my recommendation would be an on-demand water heater. It'll be a water heater that, well, well, if they maintain it well, will last them 20 years. Okay, I know the water is very hard around where we live, so, right. so you just got to you just got to you just got to flush it. It's got to be if it's hard water where they're going to live, then that unit gets flushed twice a year. And if you set it up on the twice install, if you set it up on the install with the proper valves, it's easy to do. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. Appreciate you calling this morning. It is eight fifty-seven in the morning. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Who are Playing in a fantasy football league. Has yeah. that even started yet? Well, this was from last year. Oh, this is from last this year. This is a beef that's lasted almost a year. Okay. And so they're so angry that the guy goes out and slaps him about yeah. fantasy football. Just one was angry. Tommy Pham was the one that was angry. <laughs> Jock Peterson didn't have a care in the world until he got hit you know, in the face. You know who I blame? I blame his parents. I yeah. mean, come on. I know. I mean, it was so funny. Ryan Burr and I were listening to Jock Peterson's <laughs> press conference that he had uh, impromptu, and we're like, "Okay, where's where's the punchline? What's what's where's the joke? We, we got to begin oh, on it too, right?" I God. honestly thought he was pulling the leg of all the media there, and there was no happened. joke. Yeah. It actually and happened, he had a, and he had like a serious look on his face. Well, there was a bench clear. There was a an incident. It was this happened during batting practice, and right. the bullpen's right. emptied. I mean, it was it was legit. I mean, it was. Uh, Something that Major League Baseball is going to uh, look into. And the, the Giants actually requested from the Reds not to have Tommy Pham play in the game. Oh, and the Reds said, okay, we're not going to let him play. Right. You guys want to join my fantasy football league this fall? <laughs> no, no. But I will sl- come by and slap, slap you Slap just for the heck of it. <laughs> slap him for asking. I mean, it is just a crazy, this is like, it's you know. It's stupid, isn't it? Come on. It's we, stupid. Look at everything else going on in the world for crying out loud. Oh, I know. Right? Perspective, right? Perspective. Or lack Andy, thereof. Is that, well, but it is always the great equalizer <laughs> yep. in life, right? Yep, I mean, you got it's, it. it is just unbelievable to me. You know, we've got we've got a lot of people that are, you know, just worried about me, 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 me. And we should probably uh, talk about us, 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 right? Yep. I agree. Yeah. Mm, gosh. All right. Well, good times. <laughs> Noodle salad. Noodle salad. Eight, yeah. 857 557 is our phone number. Let's get back to the phone lines this morning and talk to, uh, let's see, this is Kevin in Michigan. Yeah. Kevin, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. How, Lou, are, you? how are you? Good. Thanks for hanging on. How may I help you? Uh, yeah, so I had a question. We just moved into a house in Portage Park, and we want to install a ground-level deck. And the more we looked into it, 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 just moving into this house was sort of an as-is purchase, and we've got plenty of other projects going on. And um, when we sort of looked into the pricing of doing either Port Con all the way up to a ground-level deck, it's ranging like five grand. And we're just sort of wondering, is there, and then we sort of went down the rabbit hole of YouTube. There we go. We're having a good time with the phone calls today. His cell phone just kind of messed up there. I apologize. Kevin, if you want to call back, please do 857-557-4LU is the number. Um, Now, let's see. Um, Is this Tessa? Hey, yes. te- hi, Tessa. You're on House Smarts Radio. 
Good morning. Good morning. I'm calling about an issue I'm having with drywall in my internal bathroom. So it's all internal walls, no external. Uh, where the wall meets the ceiling, every spring there's cracks in the drywall. Hmm. And the so it's an internal bathroom. Is there what's above that bathroom? A shallow um, attic. So it's not a big enough attic to crawl up into. Mm-hmm. It's a very shallow attic. And do you have truss roof rafters? Do you have trusses for the roof? Yes. Okay. So my guess is, and, and let me ask you one other thing, is this bathroom relatively in the middle of the house? Yes, it is. Okay. So you may be experiencing something called truss lift, which that bottom cord of the drywall, excuse me, the bottom cord of the truss, when it warms up, it kind of arches up like the back of a cat, you know, like a mean cat. When a cat is mean, its back arches. You know, Lindsay, what a cat does? Yeah, it makes that sound, right? Right. I feel like you're being a tongue-in-cheek right now. I'm being a little tongue-in-cheek as I'm looking at you. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, and so the only way to permanently fix this is to have someone go up in that shallow attic and put blocks of wood on top of the walls to hold the drywall to the top of the wall and then screw that in there so that as that cord arches, the corners sit there. Or the other way to fix it is to mask it by installing crown molding, but only nailing it to the walls, like put it up tight to the ceiling, but then you'll put blocks of wood in the walls, you'll nail the crown molding to the walls, and as it arches, you may see a little gap, but no cracking, and then it'll settle back down again and go up, up and down. Does that make sense? Okay. It does, yeah. In fact, that was one thought I had. I already bought some crown molding. But the trick, uh, the trick, the is, trick in here, Tessa, yes. is you can't nail it to the ceiling. Right. Because it will go up and down and it will be affected. Right. I wondered if there was any issue with insufficient um, uh, insulation. Well, it could be. Yeah. It could. It the, if you added a little ventilation to the area, a little more insulation, that could help. But more than likely, this is a phenomenon called truss lift that they just didn't. You know, they didn't do the right blocking in the center of that room, which is like a little carpentry okay. trick, so this doesn't happen. Yeah. At this point, the crown molding might be the thing that works best. Okay. All right. That sounds great. I'm ready to do that. Appreciate you calling Thanks. this morning. I really do. Let's. Uh, we got Kevin back again. Kevin, are you there? Hey, Kev, are you there? Yes. Sorry. Yes, f- I'm here. Your phone kind of broke up, so start over again. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm up in my family's place in southwest Michigan, and I should have known that was going to happen. Now I'm standing in the middle of the road, so uh, we should get good reception here. (laughs) Up on one foot. He's got Uh, one foot up. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. 
So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how much of you you caught of uh, our earlier conversation, but we moved into a house in Portage Park. We're looking to do like a 200-square-foot ground-level deck. The more we looked into the pricing of this, it was like five to ten grand. And so we, you know, we're considering options of pavers with pea gravel, um, with paving timbers bordering it. And we're just wondering what is the best solution for a couple of people who are better than average at home improvement that we can DIY that uh, will last? Well, I mean, if you're better than average and you want to, um, and you want a really good workout, why not, why not do pavers? Um, you know, look, if you, if you hired a paving, you know, a, a landscaper to come out and do a paver patio, you'd probably spend somewhere nowadays between 15 to 20 bucks a square foot to have that all done. Okay. So you, that's... you said 200 square feet? Correct. Well, you're at four grand, right? You, right. you could probably do that for half because it's all in the labor. Okay. Now, I don't know, right. you know, you, you, you know, you, you may have to rent a truck from U-Haul to go pick up the brick and that kind of stuff. Right. But once you I, get, I do have, I do have a stepson with a pickup. Well, even better. So, you know, you need the sand and the rock and, uh, and do, do, how about the stepson with a nice strong back? Because we need to get it all in the backyard of the house in Portage Park. And, you know, right. the, the biggest, the biggest issue with any of that is that, uh, like a paver patio, um, you gotta you gotta dig out an area. You've got to put sand and gravel and compact it in a perfect right, world. Right, right. In a perfect world, it's six inches compacted, and then you put the setting patio there. I mean, it's not difficult to do. It's labor intensive and it's hard on the back. But in the end, yeah. In the end, it'll look great and it'll it'll last, and you could probably do it for under two grand in material cost. Okay, good. Um, my next question would be, do you recommend, you know, installing it so the pavers abut one another or that there's like the pea gravel route where there's some space in between them? Mm, I mean, it, it's a, it, that's a whole different, you know, um, I'm just thinking something. Why don't you try this instead? This will be easier for you. So there is a, there are porcelain tile setting stones that you can buy that are large okay that you could put down with the pea gravel in between they're non-slip and they're beautiful i did my front porch i I shouldn't say this i we had my landscape contractor do this on our front porch and they're suspended on these little rubber four squares and you could just put some you could just put gravel down to create the base and lay these large tiles that look fabulous you're in portage park you're standing in the middle of a road but there's a, a distributor of this stuff in northbrook called stone cutters okay and you could talk to them about these panels that's what you should do in in the back of portage park and when your friends come over they will be amazed Okay, tell me one more time what these things are called they're again. Porcelain, they're porcelain tile panels that come in like porcelain two, tile panels. two foot by four foot sections 
that you're going to lay a pattern down and create your patio, and you can even cut them in a curve or make them square, whatever you want. Stone cutters, nice. all you got to remember is stone cutters in Northbrook. Got Say, it. I want that got stuff it. that right, Lou. Hey. I want that stuff that Lou put on his front porch. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you, Lou. Uh, Long time listener, first time caller. Thank Thanks you. for the help. Thank you for standing out on the road and calling us. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou is our phone number. It's nine twenty four in the morning. We'll be right back. And the seventh texter to eight five seven five five seven four. Lou will win that hundred dollar gift card. Visit bbqauthority.com to shop and learn more. Seventh texter to 857-557-4LOU. Let's get one quick call in here. Uh, this is uh, Ron in Manhattan. Hey, Ron, good morning. Good morning, sir. We recently purchased a house out here. Uh, it's about eight years old. The basement was unfinished, so we've had it finished, and now I'm concerned about the sump pump. And I think I've heard you should probably replace them like in every seven years or something. Correct. So I'm con- so I'm wondering what's a good brand, re- reliable ba- brand. Well, I not only want you to put a new sump pump in there, but I'd like you to consider a backup too. Okay. It's a finished basement. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, You know, there's a bunch of really good um, brands out there, but you want a really good cast iron um, sump pump to to put down in there, and uh, there's a bunch of really good ones out there. You want something that's going to move a bunch of water, and, um, you know, if you you think about, oh, my gosh, I am completely having a senior moment about my brand of uh, sump pump that I'm thinking of. They're out of Tennessee, and it's completely losing my mind. The sump pumps that I love. They've done that. Yeah, I know, right? What am I? I'm completely. I need more coffee. (laughs) No, Lindsay's looking at me like, "What is it?" It'll come to me. Keep listening. Uh, I just gotta. I just gotta get it out of my brain, and and I'm. I've got a bunch of things on my mind, but I want you to put a backup in there for sure, because um, without the backup, there's no reason to put a new pump in there as well. And I will come up with the name in just a second. 857-557-4LOU. First, it's time for this report of WGN Radio News. Hi, Lindsay. Well, hi. Do you have some uh, text messages that we've received? I do, Lou. Here's one from David. I have a well water intake which leaves rust stains on porcelain. I have pumice stone. Pumice stoned all the rust areas, but the stains reoccur. What's the solution? I have a well. Say that again. I think he. Oh, I have a well water intake which leaves rust stains on the porcelain, and it says I have pumice stone all rust areas, but that wouldn't be good for the porcelain, would it? Well, no, I would worry about that too. But but the stains reoccur. Yeah, so I mean, it probably has everything to do with the with the well water with the. Um, um, you know, with the intake of the water quality that's coming in there. So with the staining, what may help to, um, once you get it clean, maybe treat that area with the porcelain with something that will leave a little bit of a film. Or what I'm thinking is something that will protect it, not a sealer per se, something that you'd have to reapply. Um, I'm trying to think of something almost like a wax. 
Howard's Restore Finish makes this orange wax that you use for furniture, but I think if you tried buffing that in around that area, it would it would blend in to the porcelain. I would test it on one area first, but then it will probably keep the staining from coming back as quickly. It isn't anything that is a permanent solution, but it isn't anything that, uh, but I think it will slow down you having to clean it as often. So I'd give that a try. Number two. Uh, yep. Lou, I own a two flat and I'm remodeling a second floor bathroom and installing an exhaust fan. The exhaust line runs below the flat roof to the exterior. I say it should be insulated and the contractor says no need. What do you think? No need to really insulate a exhaust fan uh, because, you know, the, the, the biggest issue is that if it's running completely horizontally, we won't have any water moisture back up into the fan. The biggest thing is it can't run more than 12 feet. If it's more than 12 feet, just make sure that you're buying a powerful enough fan, something probably with at least 200 CFMs, to get it out of there because anything less than that and it just won't have enough gas, you know, a little juice to get all the way past the 12 feet mark. How about one more? Lou, for my daughter, how can she keep ants out of her apartment when the ants are coming in along the sides of the window air conditioning unit? She has sealed it on the sides as best as she can. Mm. Um, With something like that, if she can get on the outside of it, I would spray it with like a barrier ant spray uh, Bear makes one. Raid makes one. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different ones that uh, Tat, which is a really good ant spray. Spray it around the perimeter of the window on the outside to keep the ants at bay. On the inside, you could probably spray the barrier too. It's odorless. The whole idea is we just want to keep them out of there. And then on the uh, in different parts of the um, apartment too, you may want to try ant bait traps there's one by combat another one that i really like is tarot if you put those out they'll take the bait take it back to the nest and um they will uh uh, you know take it back to the queen and once we eliminate the queen you typically eliminate the ants as well all right that's our just text me segment 857-557-4 let's get back to the phone calls and this is roberta in northwest chicago hi roberta Hi, Lou. How are you? I'm doing well. How may I help you? Well, the service door on the garage has two locks, and the bottom lock is a handle, and I can open that. The top lock, I cannot get it open. The key goes in, turns both ways, but does not open it, and I sprayed WD-40 in there, I don't know, 100 times, and go out there and pray, and it never opens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, let me let me ask you. So that key lock is it keyed on both sides? The deadbolt. I I think so. I'm not sure. No, no, no. In other words, so you said you've got a handle right that has a key. Yes. And that works fine. Yes. And then the lock above is like a deadbolt that the the key just spins. Yes. On the inside of that lock, is there a latch that you go with your hand, or do you have to use a key on that side? You have to use a um, a key. Okay. You know, it opens with the key. I can't, and I think you have to um, 
I have to lock it with the key. Okay. So in that, uh, what that's called a double cylinder lock, there are these two metal pins that are on each side of the lock. One slides over the top of the other. One of them's broken. Oh. So you need you need to. Um, who are you going to try and fix this yourself? Well, I, I was trying, and I don't think I can fix it myself. So okay, if you um, unscrew, if you know what un- to do, if you unscrew on the inside of that lock, you should see two screws. And if you take those two screws out on either side of the of the keyhole, the whole lock assembly will come apart. And probably when you do that, you'll see. I don't see- think I have those on there. Okay, well, it might be it might be covered. You need you need someone to come either replace and or repair the lock that you have okay that's what i think the problem is so then i call it locksmith uh, i mean or a handyman i mean you could do a locksmith i mean it just would be expensive you know to to have someone what what, what part of the city do you live in um over on uh, harlem and addison okay um, there is, I mentioned earlier this morning, ACE now has a handyman service, ACE handyman services. And if you, you're right by that ACE that's in, uh, at uh, Harlem and Foster, right? Lawrence, yes. Fire yes. And Lawrence, I'm sorry, Harlem and Lawrence. You ever go in there? No, no, it's in, I'm sorry, Cumberland and Lawrence. You're okay. They have the information there for the handyman service and I think they service your area. That's who I would call. Okay. It'll be it'll be more affordable, and they can fix it. They can either fix the lock that you have, or they can replace the lock for you. Okay, that sounds good. All right. And I have a Mister Fix It hat. Oh, that's great. What color is yeah, it? Yeah, my husband got it about I don't know how many years ago. You were in a um, hardware store in Elmhurst. And he was in there, and he didn't come back out, didn't come back out. He came. I said, what took you so long? He said, Mr. <laughs> Fix-It was in there. I said, why didn't you come and get me? <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to resurrect that uh, Mr. Fix-It hat, so stay tuned. You never know. They're coming back uh, if we can get it all worked out. So I appreciate your phone call. It is 9.46 in the morning. Lou Manfredini, House Smarts Radio. Our phone number is 857-5574. Lou, we'll take a quick break and be right back. Here we go. How may I help you this morning? Well, I have a ceramic tile floor in my kitchen um, that goes through into the hallway. It's outdated. It's in good shape. Nothing cracked. But I was told that I could put epoxy flooring right over it without breaking up the tiles. Is this true? And who can I call? You mean an epoxy coating over the top of the tile? Yes. Yes, a coating over it. They said they wouldn't have to touch the tiles or break them up. Uh, I've had it done in my garage. It's lasted 18 years. Still looks beautiful. Is that what? And is that? I was just wondering, is, is that what you want? I mean, but okay. Here's the thing. Yes, that can be done. It's basically a paint, but it's an epoxy coating. I mean, obviously, yes. you, don't, you don't want the finish like in the garage, but. That same company or those types of epoxy floor companies, I don't have a specific recommendation for those companies, but they will come and do a commercial application. They'll come and clean the floor. They'll mask everything off. 
they'll put down the epoxy right over the tile. You'll still have the seams like you see the tile and everything, but you will have essentially a painted floor. Now that probably okay. that probably is going to cost you anywhere from five to eight dollars a square foot. Okay, that's half. Well, it's kind of- hold on, that's half of what it would cost you to put down a new floor, if not less than that. The other thing that you could do. How big of an area is this? Oh, it's it's small. It's almost like a it's a little wider than a galley kitchen, but it's like a galley kitchen with a small hall attached. And I would have wood put down, but I have um laminate in the dining room and living room, which is an L shaped which surrounds the kitchen area and I cannot match the wood because it's been down over twenty years. Okay, so how about this? How about instead of an epoxy coating, you do a luxury vinyl tile that's not wood, but actually looks more like a tile floor, and they click it, and it goes right over that tile, and you just transition between the two rooms. So it's not, you're not trying to match the wood, right? Because, I mean, if you painted it, it's not going to match the wood. But now, this way... This way, they can just clickety click, click, click right over the top, transition between the two rooms, choose something that looks like tile as opposed to wood in a plank style, and that to me is a better okay. is a better aesthetically pleasing option than where 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 Karen, you're in Orland Park, so go to like um, yeah, go to like one of these um, you know. Uh, tile and design stores or uh you know the one of those big flooring companies out there that are down by you to kind of just get a a a look-see of what's out there and then and then go ahead like floor and decor would be a place to go look floor and decor okay and um it's called a luxury vinyl tile that you click together it's luxury vinyl tile so just like you have the laminate now the next iteration of this product is luxury vinyl and they have it that looks like wood but they have it that looks like tile as well wow i didn't know that that's a great idea i think it and you say that would be a cheaper way to go then well it'll be it'll probably be around the same price if not a little bit more but it's a small area I think you'll be so much happier with the finished product. Oh, I'm grateful. Thank you. I was very close to choosing a company to do the epoxy, but I didn't know my option would be the, you know, the click and vinyl tile. It'll look so great. So thank you. I've got a lot of great tips from your program. I'm a new listener, but what I love a lot is the wet and forget spray for your lawn furniture. Oh my God, it's amazing, right? Yes, excellent. And thank you for your sense of humor on a Saturday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're very kind and thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. And you as well. Thank you. You got it. It is uh, 9.56 in the morning. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this.